What is up, everyone? I'm Ryan from Fireside Knicks with my friend and co-host Dylan Backer, and the Knicks are playing what is a pretty big game for them. Yes, the Houston Rockets are a team that you would consider easy to beat, um, but that doesn't make this game not important. You know, the Knicks know they have to win tonight. Uh, the Knicks are in control of their own destiny when it comes to the fifth seed. They're two games up in the loss column on the Heat and the Nets. Um, you know, at this point, if you just keep winning games you're supposed to win, um, you know, even if you drop that game to Miami, you know, you, you kind of squeeze them out of having enough time to to catch up to you um so you know i think you can agree with me here in the sense that this is a huge game you know jalen brunson's injury news we have an update there and we're gonna get into all of that previewing tonight's matchup talking about jalen brunson's health but before we can get into any of that dylan how are you doing today my friend i know you got something special you want to talk about yes so before we start you know shout out florida atlantic you know my owls are going to the final four you know as a student that's amazing to witness but uh that's a story for another time let's let's just drop right into the knicks so you know, big game against the Rockets. I mean, that's a phrase you didn't think you'd be hearing, but it's a big game. You know, the Rockets are, you know, they have the second worst record in the NBA, but you, so, you know, you kind of need to win this game. It's a big game because, you know, Knicks have been sliding lately, three straight losses. You know, they've taken losses to the Timberwolves and Magic, two teams that are under 500. You know, they've been losing games that you feel like they should win. I know they didn't have Jalen Brunson against Orlando, but you still felt like they should have, you know, had the enough firepower to win the game right they didn't win the game they did come back down big which was encouraging again but again they fell short once again so you know they got to finish that they got to win these games and this game is a game right here that you feel like you need to like really like okay we need to win this game we need to like really show out we need to like prove that we're actually worth being in the playoffs because you know lately they've really really struggled with guarding shooters you know they've been late on closeouts they're just leaving shooters wide open you know teams are having their hottest shooting nights against us now you know and we can't let the houston rockets who are literally last in the nba in three-point percentage shooting just 32 percent from that from that spot to do that again if you let that happen again then i think that's a reason to be concerned about the playoffs really because i mean it can be a bad stretch yes but at the same time you know this playoffs are right around the corner. You know, the playoffs are about maybe a good two, three weeks away. It is not that far away from us. So, you know, we need – and right now the fifth seed is not exactly, like, secured. It's 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 our fifth seed to lose, but we haven't clinched it. You know, we're, we're two games up on Brooklyn and uh, Miami, which is good. You know, Brooklyn and Miami, I think, played the other night, and Brooklyn won, which was good for us because Miami was originally ahead of them. So that was good. We have another huge game against Miami this upcoming Wednesday. That's a huge game. That'll be like a game that'll like kind of determine like if the Knicks will finish in the fifth seed or not. Like if the Knicks come out on top tonight and then they can come out on top on Wednesday, then it would be it would take something catastrophic really for us to lose that fifth seed, to be quite honest with you. You know, down the final stretch here, they have a relatively easy schedule. They have Houston, then they have Miami and Cleveland this week, and then they finish out the season with, like, two games against the Pacers and then the Wizards and, I think, the Pelicans. I think that's how they wrap up the season. Those are That's a relatively easy way to finish, right? And a lot of these games are at home as well. And I think, like, five of these games are at home. So you feel like you have to finish out strong here, and it starts really right here. You know, they just had three straight days off after the three-game losing streak, so they're able to get re their guys rested. Jalen Brunson was able to get a little healthier. You know, he had the sprained right hand. He missed the last game. He went through practice yesterday, which is huge, you know, so maybe he could return tonight. We still don't have any word if he's going to. Right now he's listed as questionable, but there's a strong chance we could see him back on the floor tonight, which is huge. You know, we need him down the stretch, and we need him to be healthy, and we need him to be able to win these games and secure that fifth spot. So 
looking at that, just, you know, they need to have a big game tonight, you know, plain and simple. It's Houston Rockets. It's a team you really should not lose to. Team has 18 wins this season. I mean, you really should not lose to them. I know, you know, sometimes teams will just have a hot night, but you cannot lose to the Magic and the Rockets back-to-back. You can't do that. If you do that, that's that's a cause for concern. You can't you can't do that. You have to show, like, okay, we deserve to be in the playoffs. This is why. You know, I know it's the Rockets, but, like, Get a big blowout win or something. Don't make this game close. Get a big blowout win. You know, play good defense. Shoot the ball well. Do all the things they were do- that you were doing during the win streak. Because when you do those things, it leads to wins, right? So get a big win tonight against Houston. That's a big thing. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't... Dude, the way I look at it is, you know, the New York Knicks are playing a Houston team where their two leading scorers are guys that you would con- consider inefficient scorers. You know, Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr. have really struggled with their efficiency all season. Um, you know, neither of them are guys you're necessarily concerned about in terms of, you know, putting up efficient stat lines. So, you know, you, you feel like you should be able to, to play strong defense against these guys. You should be able, you know, to force them into taking tough shots and making poor shot selection decisions. Um, you know, if you're able to do that, you know, you know, this team's clearly the better offense, talking about the Knicks, of course. Um, you know, we're clearly the better offense. We're clearly the better defense. You know, it, it's just about letting your talent, you know, shine. You're, you're the more talented team. Play like it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, this isn't even like the Magic, where the Magic, you know, you can at least say they're surging lately. They've been above 500 in their last, you know, I think it's like 30 or 40 games played or something like that. You know, the Houston Rockets are downright atrocious, right? You know, this is not a team that's found its consistency. It's found its stride. There's no excuse for you to go out there and lay an egg. Um, and, you know, a big part of what the Knicks are going to do uh, tonight is, you know, Jalen Brunson, right? Jalen Brunson, if he, you know, he went through practice. You know, you feel confident that he's going to be able to play. And if he plays, man, you know, you're going to be able to take advantage of their guard situation. You're going to be able to take advantage of their poor defense. You're going to be able to take advantage of a young team that really hasn't found its identity yet. I really look at Jalen Brunson. You know, I've said this with with Manuel quickly before. I've said this, you know, about Quentin Grimes before, who's who's looked a lot better from three. Um, you know. I feel like this is the Jalen Brunson game, not like the best game he's had all year because he's had some stellar performances, uh, but I feel like t- tonight's a night for him to go out there and give me 30 plus points, you know what I mean? And as you said, blow them out. I'm not even saying 40 because he'll have, you know what, get me 30 and then find, I want to know that he didn't play the set, you know, the fourth quarter basically, because I want to beat the crap out of this team. This team needs something like that. I, I feel like the, you know, this team just needs a blowout. I, I think you're 100% right about that. But, you know, going into tonight's matchup, you know, who do you think is that key guy? I think it's Brunson, but maybe you have a different guy in mind. No, I, I agree it's Brunson, you know, and if Brunson doesn't play, we're, I'm going to kind of pivot here just in case he doesn't play since it's not a guarantee, but if he doesn't play, it's Julius Randle. You know, he's lately, he's had a kind of a bit of a rough week, you know, he, you know, the play has been kind of meh, not great, and, you know, he's gotten two texts this week, you know, he's been, you know, he got into it with Emmanuel quickly against the Magic, you know, and the second half was kind of just desolate for him, so, I mean, I think it's him. You know, he needs to have a, a big game, and he needs to have a game where he feels calm, composed, and, you know, just ready to just do his job, you know, score, rebound, do the things that he'd been doing all year that got him back to the All-Star game and, quite frankly, will get him back on the All-NBA team when it's all said and done. Do those things, you know. He's the, he's a guy to watch for. You know, obviously, like I said, it would be Brunson, but th- in case he doesn't play, you got to watch for Julius Randle. He's the guy that you got to keep your eyes on all night long to see how he performs because if he can – you know, if he can perform well and bounce back after, you know, a rough week that was filled with kind of, you know, a lot of frustration, a lot of emotions, you know, if he could bounce back big, have a big game, you know, in a game that can help the Knicks win, that would be huge. You know, it would be huge because it will show his resilience as a person. You know, the, team's, the team itself has shown its resilience already, but it will show, like, him his resilience as a person. Like, you know, he's able to, you know, bounce back out of this. He's able to come out of the adversity hole. He's able to come out of that frustration because last year, 
when he'd have these frustration bouts, it was tough for him to get out of them, right? He, he kind of just lingered over it for months or weeks at a time, right? And he kind of the poor play kind of just continued, right? It, you know, he'd have a good game here and there, but you know, it, you never really saw a consistent Randall. You know, this year we've seen a consistent Randall because he's toned it down a little bit. You know, lately he's started to revert back. We don't want that. We need him to kind of, you know, get his get his mind right, relax a little bit, you know, and understands the passion of winning. And I love that kind of mindset. But I also don't you don't want it to like linger over and like drag your teammates down. You don't want that. You know, so he's a guy to watch for for sure. And like you said, you know, Houston's just not a good team. You know, they quite frankly, to be brutally honest, they don't really do anything at a high level. They don't pass well. They don't score well. They don't defend well. They don't rebound well. They don't really do anything well. You know, there's a reason that they have the second worst record in the NBA and are going to be in the bid for Wembenyana, the draft. There's a reason for that. You know, so it, 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 obviously they're a young tanking team. They're, you know, it's just part of the process. Sometimes it happens. It's it's tough for Houston fans to see. I'm sure, and it's tough for those players. I'm sure even more, and the coach as well. But you know, as a Knicks team who's fighting for a playoff spot, you don't have to hold any mercy for that. You need to just go all in and just you know, beat them. You know, beat the crap out of them, like you said. To have a beat down, you know, have a big blowout game, you know. I'm not, I can't expect like a 40 point blowout. I just can't. It's there's the Rockets are still an NBA team. It, you know, I can't expect that. But you need to get like a good 20 point blowout. You know, even if you don't win by 20, at least win the game by single by double digits. Excuse me. Yeah, at least win the game by double digits. You know, have be be in control of this game all the way through. You know, because like you said. We essentially control our own destiny at this point. We kind of control like where we're going to end up finishing based on how we perform these last seven games or so. So, yeah, that's that's my take on it. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I 100% agree there. You know, this this team has to go out there again. And, you know, again, I, I don't really mean to, like, disrespect Houston, but they're just not good, right? And when you're playing a not good team without really any elite level talent, you should not just beat them. You should pummel them into the ground. Um, you know... I, I, there's one guy, and I've, I've hinted, I, I kind of mentioned him a little bit earlier with, with uh, Quinton Grimes. You know, quietly over his last 12 games, he's shooting 44.9% from three on nearly six attempts. Um, you know, we've talked about the inconsistencies he had, he's had defensively, um, but you know, you'll take that if the shot make if the shot making from three is there. You know, obviously you want him to figure out the defense, but you know, when you're looking at you know a postseason rotation or you know trying to again figure out what you're gonna do with you know your starters and your and your closing lineup or whatever, having Grimes that can be there and He's not going to be in the closing lineup. It's, it's going to be Josh Hart in his place, uh, especially in a postseason situation. Um, but having a guy like Grimes who, you know, if you can have him get hot at the right time from three, you know, that's going to be electric for this team. It's based the floor more. You know, we've seen RJ kind of go a little bit cold from three at times. But, you know, it, you know, if you have Grimes and Brunson and Randall hitting their shots from three, you know, you feel like you can get um, – and create more spacing and let RJ drive to the basket a little bit more. Um, and, and, you know, obviously Mitchell Robinson has has felt he hasn't been included as much in the offense. I think, you know, adding some spacing has, sets up some more lob situations perhaps. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I look at him and I say, you know, obviously, you know, you're you're only as good as Brunson and Randall are, right? That's, I, I feel very strongly about, you know, the fact that you're, you're two best players, your star players, they're the ones that determine how far you're going to postseason environment. Um, but, you know, in games like these, you know, we're talking the last seven games of the year, trying to hold on to that fifth seed. Quinn and Grimes staying hot from three is going to be huge. What do you think about that? No, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, these last two games specifically have been pretty encouraging. You know, he scored 22 points the other night and then 25 against Orlando. I mean, you know, he's had two very good games in a row. I mean, he's taking a lot of shots as well. He's starting to shoot the ball more. He's getting more involved in the offense, you know, which is very encouraging because, you know, lately 
he kind of would just, you know, be kind of a corner sitter and a kind of corner sitter or he'd get the ball and then, you know, drive into the paint and get a dump off, which is cool for the offense, yes. But sometimes it felt like he was playing a little too fast, like like as if the game was moving too quick for him, right? So, you know, seeing him kind of getting a rhythm from, you know, from outside, which is what we have him on the floor for to shoot the ball, you know, that's very great to see. You know, the finishing and the passing is obviously a great touch. And, you know, it's good to have that out of your shooting guard, right? But... At the same time, we have him on the floor to shoot the ball. So when he's shooting the ball like he's been shooting of late, you know, where he's actually taking shots and they're falling, that's a fantastic sign. You know, do I think it's sustainable? I can't answer that because, you know, we've seen a couple times this year where he will do something like that and then he'll go right back to not really being involved in the offense. So I don't want to get too ahead of myself with that. You know, maybe maybe tonight he has another big night and maybe I'll actually be, like, really thinking about, like, maybe he could, maybe he's actually found his rhythm now for, for once. But... It's definitely encouraging to say the least that, you know, he is taking more shots because I do want him to be more involved in the offense. I do think if he does get more, you know, if he takes more shots, you know, his three-point jump shot is like really fast. You know, his jump is fast and he's, he just gets it off so quickly. It's pretty hard for a defender to even get a, get a hand on it, right? So if he just keeps shooting the ball, you know, with confidence and, you know, all that stuff, then our offense will be a lot better. You know, I'm not saying Quentin Grimes is like the definition of if the offense is going to be good or not. No, but... He definitely makes the offense deeper if he's shooting the ball the way he's shooting. You know, we're not a good shooting team. Just flat out, we are not. Even though with Jalen Brunson shooting 41% from three and Julius Randle shooting like 35% from three, we are not a good shooting team. We rank toward the bottom in three-point percentage as a team, right? And so if Quentin Grimes is taking more threes and taking taking shots with confidence and hitting them, that that's a huge right there to make the offense so much more well-rounded. You know, we'll have a good balance of, you know, mid-range shooters like Brunson for example finishing like Randall and Barrett and Mitch of course and shooting with like Grimes and Quickly and Hart you know having th- having a good balance like that it's a good balance attack for an offense and it's gonna be tough it'll be tough for defenses to kind of try to pick a pick like where to focus their defense on if that makes sense you know so I think Grimes will make a big difference I'm hoping tonight he can have another big game that'd be really nice to see do I think he will I'm not gonna definitely say yes or no because I don't know how involved in the offense he will be if Jalen when Jalen Brunson comes back. You know, I don't know if he'll go right back to, you know, only taking like three shots a night or something like that. We'll just have to see. We'll have to find out the hard way. But I'm definitely encouraged by what he's been doing. You know, as long as the defense, you know, steps up and as long as, you know, he gets back to being a good defender like he usually is, then we're golden. You know, so I'm not going to be too worried about that. I just hope, you know, he continue this little stretch he's having is sustainable. That's what I'm hoping for. What do you think about that? No, I 100% agree. Again, he's not he's not the main piece of the offense, but he just adds to this offense. And this, as you mentioned, the spacing, right? This team is not a team that, compared, relative to the rest of the league, is an elite shooting team. Uh, and Grimes gives you that element when he's red hot. But, you know, I wanted to know your final thoughts here, so I'm going to go with the score prediction here. I'm going 124 Knicks for the Knicks and 108 for the Rockets. I think that's a pretty reasonable score. You know, not necessarily a blowout, but it's a pretty it's a dominant winner it's a you know they, they would be up they wouldn't have to have their starters on the court for like the last three or four minutes of the game what do you think right so my score prediction is going to be like 115 Knicks 99 Rockets I know it's a 16 point blowout but 
I think this would be a chance for the Knicks to tighten up the defense because the defense lately has been really struggling. I think with the three off days, you know, and a couple practices here and there, you know, they were able to kind of try to figure out, okay, we need to get back to being the defensive gauntlet we were just a few weeks ago. We need to get back to that where teams were not able to shoot the ball well against us. And this is where you take advantage of that. Houston's not a good shooting team. You take advantage of that. You don't let Houston crack 100 points. You know, you're t- we know that the Knicks are, are pretty capable of getting 100 points every night. We know that. You know, they they done it pretty much almost every single night for the past three months at least right so i'm not worried about that you don't just don't let houston get 100 points it's not like it's not like if houston gets 100 points it'll dig us in the dirt because we do score a lot so you know we should still be fine but if you can hold them under 100 it puts a statement like okay now our defense is back our it gives the team confidence like okay our defense is good again we just held them under 100 points you know and i know it's the rockets you know and so it may feel like a you know, bittersweet accomplishment because like, oh, yeah, you did great. But it's like, oh, but it's the Rockets. It's still an NBA team. And quite frankly, they've been losing to teams that are not good offenses, you know, that are not good shooting teams. They've been giving up almost 120 points to these guys. You know, the defense has just not been there. So simply even doing that, even if it is like one of the worst teams in the NBA, holding them 100 points just makes the defense feel more confident. You know, as a team, they're going to be like, okay, we, I like what we get, what we did there. I love the defense we just played tonight. You know, we need to play it like that the rest of the way. You know, and obviously, if things change, you make adjustments. You make adjustments as you go. That's how the process of the NBA works. But that's that's what I think. You know, if they can hold them to 100 points, that's a big thing. So that's my score prediction: 115 Knicks, 99 Rockets. Yeah, interesting. We both actually went 16 points there for the Knicks uh, win differential. So if the Knicks win by 16, I think I think we'll feel pretty good about that. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. You guys have been great with support lately. Uh, you guys can check out our social media platforms. You can see our personal Twitter accounts above our heads. Check out the Fireside Knicks Twitter, Instagram, our TikTok, and of course our YouTube page. If you're listening to this in the audio podcast format, make sure to give us a five star rating. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Turn on post notifications whenever we post. We've got you guys with highlights. We've got you guys with previews for games, and we're going to be talking a lot about the Knicks as they try to fight for this fifth seed. But again, thank you guys so much for checking us out, and we'll see you guys in the next video. Peace out.